Hello and welcome back to Kyle's Internal Monologue. In this episode, we are going to be covering the third episode of the season one of Babylon 5. Uh, that would be Born to the Purple. It's a Londo-focused episode, which of course means I really enjoyed it, because Londo is my favorite character after all. Uh, but it's also just a plain Jane good episode. Um, it's the first episode not written by J. Michael Straczynski or JMS. Um, of course, those who have seen the series knows that uh, JMS writes every episode, starting with season 3 all the way to season 5. Pretty much, like, he, he writes every episode of season 3, every episode in season 4, every episode in season 5, with the exception of one episode that is called Day of the Dead, written by the very famous novelist and comic book writer uh, Neil Gaiman. But everything else uh, is written by him. Seasons 1 and 2, he wrote writes most of the episodes, but not all of them. This is written by his good friend Larry Dottilio, who he had worked with previously on uh, on uh, Captain Power and a few other TV shows. This uh, What's great about this episode is that it's it has the thread of the week, uh, cl- classic Freak of the Week kind of thing, uh, but Drakus isn't your standard Freak of the Week. He's handled in a very different way than most Freak of the Weeks. The focus on this episode is Londo and Adira, and, and, and Londo's sort of affection for her and her affection for him and their loyalties uh, being uh, being tested. Uh, obviously, the, that, that relationship between them is going to become important uh, later. I can't really get into much of it without spoilers, uh, but, but of course... Um, uh, it's a super important deal, but what's fascinating about that relationship is that it's a... Uh, Londo says it's the best of, uh, you know, when I'm around you, I, I, I can just be myself. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not wearing a mask. Uh, in Centauri society, and we find out a lot about Centauri society is, in this episode, is that it's all about titles. Masks uh, are worn to basically... to uh, project some sort of thing about you. It's all about titles and royalty, and uh, hence the name "Born to the Purple," which, of course, uh, those of royal blood in the Byzantine Empire used to be wrapped in purple. Uh, it signified the, the their birth, their hereditary right to rule. So, uh, in in the main plot of this episode focuses on Drakus trying to get his hands on the purple files and the purple files contain uh, important information blackmail of all some uh, some of the major uh, royal families of the Centauri Republic uh, because that's what Centauri politics is all about it's about backstabbing making sure that your family comes out on top uh, as opposed to the others it's a uh, most people would call it a Game of Thrones uh, due to the popularity of both the TV show and the, and the books but it, it, politics has always been a game and especially a feudal system uh, even a system that quote unquote sees itself as democratic uh, such as the Centauri uh, Republic uh, they they it's all it's all about what you know, who you can influence, uh, backstab, blackmail, whatever you have to do to stay on top. Who's top dog? And of course, with, when he, when uh, Londo is very clear that he sees his job as a joke. He do, and he even states that his job is not respected. Uh, but he still has to put on the proud face of the Centauri Republic, and you know he has to. 
pr promote that idea of the Centauri aggressor that they were once these conquerors and when he's around Adira he can just be himself and the and that's what that's what's great about that relationship is that it's not your standard one episode romance uh, a lot of one episode romances in other TV shows are just so formulaic, so surface level. It's always, oh, you're beautiful, you're beautiful, you know, let's kiss, make out kind of thing. And it's there's, it's all surface level. That is not what relationships are built from, and that is not what love actually means. Um, and, and one of the most important things you'll find out about love is that you are discovering your best friend at the same time you are discovering the person you want to spend the rest of your life with. Uh, and Londo and Adira, you can see that with them, that, that Londo deeply cares about Adira, and Adira deeply cares about Londo. Um, in, the, in the way they interact is very personable. Uh, the, the special connection you can have with someone... Uh, especially when you grow up in a society that's all about appearances and uh, making it so that other people perceive you differently and able to finally just let that guard down is super important. And we see that Londo uh, is one of those people that just wants to, you know, let his mask down, let his guard down, and just be who he is and not what other people expect him to be. Um... I, I the, the, the B plot that runs through this episode uh, of course is uh, of, uh, is Garibaldi trying to track down uh, the, this quote of one of a, a gremlin you know trying to track down uh, these these broadcasts on a gold channel to earth uh, this should be happening what's going on and of course Ivanov's behind it all uh, but she's leading Garibaldi on this big, gigantic cat-and-mouse uh, game, and she's leading him in a circle. But Garibaldi's a smart detective, and he figures it out rather quickly that it's her, and plays her, Where so it's like this nice cat-and-mouse game between them. But of course, it ends beautifully, where Garibaldi finds out it's her, breaks it breaks the breaks the program the I, the ICE program that she had and watches the communicate and finds out that she's talking to her father who's the last surviving member of her family uh who's on his deathbed and he understands that pain uh, understands that you will do anything to talk to people you love or care about, and especially because Ivanova is has been estranged from her family ever since her mother's uh, suicide. Her brother died in the war, and she joined Earth Force against her father's wishes. So you have this um, rekindling of a father-daughter relationship. Once again, they, the, the, the recurring theme of this episode is getting rid of your masks, letting your guard down, uh, not letting appearances deceive people, and letting your letting your emotions actually come through. And, of course, Ivanova talking to her father touches Garibaldi in a way, so when he comes to her and says, yeah, I found my gremlin, it's not going to have it again, is it? And and then very nicely, he lets her in on the know that he knows what she was doing, but doesn't outright say it. And then, of course, at the end, uh, you know, can I buy you a drink? Because that's, that's him saying, I'm sorry. What's lovely about Garibaldi, he's an everyman kind of character. I don't know a single person who doesn't love Garibaldi. Uh, he's very relatable. 
there are certain things about him that of course are different and he has different views on certain things but he's that kind of all-encompassing kind gentle person uh and the, the, I, it's a really nice gesture between him and Ivanova, which of course will form their friendship. We get Kodath, who is uh, Drakkar's assistant. She will not be past this episode. Um, the actress couldn't uh, couldn't handle the, all the prosthetics, so she'll be gone. But we will get another Drakkar assistant. Every single ambassador, uh, the mainline ambassador, gets an assistant. Uh, we're soon to be introduced to Delin's assistant, uh, and, and Jakar's other assistant. Of course, we have Avir, and Avir will remain Londo's assistant throughout the rest of the series. So, I will move into spoiler territory, because I don't, like, like I said, this is a nice little small, nice contained Londo-centric character-driven episode. Um, so, uh, I'll just move into spoilers, because I don't have a whole lot to say. Uh, but the moment between Jakar and Londo, where it's kind of played for a laugh that Jakar helped Londo, of course, takes on new meaning on future viewings because Londo goes, you helped just save the, the integrity of the, the Centauri Republic. And Jakar, of course, is get, really gets pissed off about it. Of course, as we know, due to, due to the Republic staying around and not, not having to do with this controversy, they'll eventually ascend to a new state of glory and conquer Narn and subjugate Jakar and his people in one of the most heartbreaking moments in the series. And it, it takes on a new context because it's like, ah, ha, 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 you know, because we're, we're, we're supposed to view Jakar as a villain. Uh, that will soon be changing. But for now, we're supposed to view Jakar as the villain of the series. And so, haha, they, they one-upped him. Of course, it takes on a new darker meaning with the rest of the series, which is what m makes Babylon 5 great, is that every time you view it, you catch something new, and it takes on a new meaning because everything is pre-planned, everything comes out perfectly. And of course, uh, Drak is using Londo's personal feelings of Adira to manipulate him. This is not the this is not the last time someone used Adira to manipulate Lanto. Morden will do the same, and Morden will also kill her. Uh, we only see Adira one more time. Technically, I mean, she appears in the Day of the Dead uh, uh, on screen, but she is talked about several times, and uh, of course, her death is a massive important point in not only the plot but Londo's ongoing character arc um as I said you know he truly feels like he can be himself around her and his happiness around Adira will come into play much 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 later with Morden and his associates and what is going on there uh and of course Ivanova's uh father's death will come into play uh, in one of the worst episodes of Babylon 5, actually, TKO, also written by Larry Dottilio, um, while the, the Ivanova section of that episode is the best bit of that episode, everything else is awful, I'll be getting to that sometime in the future, because it's in season one, so, uh, but, uh, Ivanova's father's death does matter and does continue to play an important part of her character which of course this is the start of her true arc of uh, her her pessimism getting in the way and her 
losing everyone she cares about. First it was her brother, mother, now her father, and soon it will be the woman that she has fallen in love with. She has lost everything, and she desperately needs something to give her a purpose, to give her hope, because otherwise her pessimism will take full center. To, to quote her in season four, my heart and I don't talk much anymore. Of course, this starts that entire arc of her slowly detaching from the rest of the world uh, due to everything she has lost and having no hope. That is everything I have on this episode. It's a great episode. Um, nice, small, character-driven piece. That's what makes Babylon 5 great, is how character-driven it is and how afraid it, how not afraid it is to break the mold and do something different. Uh, so next episode we'll be covering is Infection, which is a not great episode. It has some good ideas, some good moments, but pretty much is not great. It's also the first episode filmed, so there'll be lots of production problems and acting problems uh if you want to follow me on twitter it's kyle j share and same with instagram you'll get previews of my comic you'll also uh, my I'm, I'm regularly releasing comics now uh i have a patreon if you want to go support me it's just kyle share uh, i release comics with a um uh with an italian artist named flygore and uh, we're, we're hoping to make that our, our like full-time gig and uh, be able to do that on the regular. Um, I also just post things about writing and uh, just funny little anecdotes that I have throughout the day. Uh, but anyway, see you next time. Bye.